your hand if you have that figure, so I know. Once you have the number. How much your time needs to be worth? How much time is it? Yes, question. Yes? Oh, $150. $150, good. $300. $300, okay. What are the numbers? Okay, right, just write it down. 1,500. 1,500. minutes. Put up your hand, you've got the number, so I know. Okay, a couple more minutes. What the amount is? Divided that. Everybody has a number? Yes? Okay, but that's not your number. That's not a number. Here's why. Because if you are not honest, you're not productive all the time. There are variables, yes? Yeah. So if there are variables, here's the actual number. You need to times that number by three. Because you have productive time and unproductive time. Because that 220 days, you're not working every day, eight hours a day, you're not always productive. Yes? So whatever the number is, you need to times that by three. That's your actual number. That's how much your time needs to be worth to achieve your goal. So don't bullshit me. Because <laughs> I'm not productive all the time. So if you think about it, to make a million bucks a year, your hour needs to be worth $1,704.54 per hour. If you want to be a millionaire, that's how much your time needs to be worth. Now, if that's how much your time needs to be worth, tell me, what have you learned? You don't have enough time. You don't have enough time? You're not? Charging You're not charging enough? No, but what have you learned? What does it mean for you? You're not working long enough. You're not working well enough, yes? You shouldn't. So think about it. You that hour you spend mowing your lawn, that just costs you 1700 bucks. <laughs> you think you're saving money, that just costs you money. That one hour you, s you spend washing the dishes, that just costs you 1700 bucks. Burn this in your mind. Picture this in your mind. Every time you do this unproductive <laughs> task, just imagine you have your wallet and you're burning $100 bill. Seriously, that's the mental picture you want to have. You're burning the hundred dollar bill like, fuck, that's a hundred dollars. <laughs> fuck, that's a hundred dollars. Like you're like burning, okay? And not even get much fire. You can't even do a fucking barbecue with this, right? It's like <laughs> gone, right? Yes. What if you don't have the, the money to, to delegate that task? I'm going to get to that. What if, how many have this question? What if I don't have the money again to delegate? Seriously? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to show ways you can delegate for free. You know, I'm showing you in a moment. So, but what else have you learned? 16 hours and you have 11. 16 hours. Now, but also, you think about it, 1,700 bucks an hour, is that a lot of money? Yeah. Is it very difficult to attain? Yeah. Can you do it just by you doing the work and get 1,700 bucks an hour? No. It's going to be very challenging, right? Even top lawyers, how much do they charge? 230, 300 bucks an hour, right? And sometimes lawyers, you know, the lawyer bullshit. Right? They, they bill you like for, oh, you know, I've been thinking about you in the shower, and so I'll bill you for that shit, right? And so, you know what I mean? And sometimes they can double bill different clients, and they make up all this shit, right? Even if you do that, that is still a difficult number, yes? What I'm saying is, so basically, if you think you want to hit that number, if you're not making money, 
while you're not working, you won't hit that number. If you're not, listen closely, if you're not making money while you're not working, you will not hit that number. Even though I don't care how valuable you are, from time to time you might hit it, you close one sale, you spend an hour, you make 10 grand. But can you do that every day? Can you do that seven days a week? Can you do that consecutively, 220 days a year? Can you do that? You cannot. That's why systemization, delegation is key, yes? So, non-productive time, what I'm talking about. Talking to friends, serving on the internet, checking, reading emails, studying, learn. Yes, studying and learning time, as far as I'm concerned, learning time, they're not productive time. That does not include, okay? Checking website stats, organizing desks, cleaning your office. Productive time, it means you're doing activity that makes you what? Money. Makes you what? Money. Money. So creating products, closing sales, marketing products, managing money-making projects, setting up joint venture deals. Creating systems to automate your business, those are productive time. Those are productive time. So non-productive versus productive. So I want you to think in terms of ROTI. What is it? ROTI, that's return on time invested. Not return on investment, return on time invested. I'm investing a dollar into this. I'm investing a minute into this. I'm investing an hour into this. What's my return? What's my return? Because it's very fair. You and I have the same amount of time. You and I and Bill Gates have the same amount of time. 24 hours a day, 52 weeks a year. It's the same. Bill Gates, go to bed, get up in the morning, make millions of dollars. Return on time invested. Okay, take two minutes. How long? Discuss the round table. What you've just learned. Go. Okay, stop. Give the high five and say thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Awesome. Okay. Let's have a talk. Aha moments. Aha moments. Doing too much minutia. Doing too much shit. Okay. And small new task. Yes. Aha moments. Yes. Yes. Awesome. You need a chef. You need a chef. <laughs> yes. Good. Don't pretend you can be productive all day long. Yeah. Don't pretend you can be productive all day long. In fact, for most people, including myself, I think if you're productive one-third of the time, you're doing very good. This is coming from me, and I'm fucking productive. Okay? And I'm saying if you, your, business, your day, your working day, if you're one-thirty percent of the time, if you're productive, I think you're, you're doing phenomenal. There was a study, was, I forgot the exact number, I'm paraphrasing this. The average CEO has like one hour of productive time per month or some shit like that. Yes, yes, it's, it's, it's startling. So we are not productive all the time, yes, any aha moments. But I don't want some generic, I'm not asking to reflect the answer back to me, what it means to you, your aha moment. What are you gonna change? How do you look at your time differently? Uh, what are some of the new, new things you might do in your business? That's what I wanna hear, yes. I need to be more efficient and effective in everything that I More efficient, more effective, very good, yes. Productive, so I can be productive. Organize things better. Make sure I get my workouts in, so I'm feeling healthy for the day. Nice. Make sure I'm actually reading, so I feel mentally focused. Nice. Just those kinds. So of kind of scheduling, blocking all the time to do that. Blocking in times of things that make you more productive. Nice. Productive very nice. Yes, Daryl. Uh, I need to be able to trust others with things that are mission critical. Ah, uh, like. I think that only I can do. Yes. Yes, and Daryl is a competent guy, and sometimes that's the problem. We are too competent. We're too good at what we do. Yes, one more. One more, yes, one. I'm going to stand up, sure. Yes, sir. Uh, so, 
I was one of those people that overgave for time, energy, and money. Mm. And so in the last three months, I decided to do an experiment, and that is I'm just going to stop it yes. and see what happens. Yeah. And the result was a little bit heartbreaking, but it taught me a really good lesson. And that was nobody called me. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, they were just calling to get, get, get for me. And I realized, wow, I guess I need to find some new friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I hope that resonates with someone. I definitely, um, you know, learned my lesson there. Good. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And I've been through this. I, again, it used to be the same way. And yes, Joe? Yes. Like when you, you know your core, core things that are going to bring in the money, that's gold to even be aware of them, and, and yet you just don't get to that. Okay. Very often, any business, you look at any, any business, usually there, and I learned this from my mentor, Alan, there are only two or three critical success events. What are they? Critical success events. That's it. Whatever business you're in, two or three things that if you do well, your business will prosper. Let me give you an example. Let's say if I, I want to grow a tree in the back of my garden, okay? What is the first critical success event? I gotta plant a seed. That's the first step. I can fuck everything else wrong, but if I plant a seed, right? That's the first step, right? What's the second critical success event? I gotta water and nurture it, make sure it grow. What's the third one? Take care of it. Maybe nutrition, whatever it might be. Three things. Yeah, I can kind of mow the lawn, cut the grass, and kind of you know, make sure the dirt is cool, and put some decoration, all this is shit. Three things, plant the seed, water it, and nurture it. That's it. So usually, Joe, when we are afraid, let's say, let's say you're afraid of prospecting, or, or, or meeting with people, whatever, what is it that you do? Usually means either it's a lack of confidence, or fear of rejection, or a lack of skill, because, oh my God, I just talked to another 10 people, they all rejected me, I don't feel so good about that. So it's a skill set problem, or attitude problem, or a fear, rejection, self-esteem problem. It goes back to that. So it's not so much, oh, you know, Joe here has three steps to solve that thing. It's very often just a mental shift. Because when I was a copywriter, and I was cold calling, opening the yellow pages, and I was cold calling businesses. I had no money. I wanted to buy food, I wanted to provide for my mom. And I was calling these businesses. I was getting probably a couple hundred rejections every week. People hang up on me, people swear at me, people, you know, whatever it might be. Now, does that bother me? No. 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 Why? Because I had to provide for my family. When I think about that, this stuff doesn't bother me at all. Like, so what? So you reject me. So you say no to me. I got another 5,000 people to call. Hello. <laughs> so why does it matter? It doesn't bother me. So it's a question of why. It's a question of what? Why is strong enough? None of that stuff matters. So maybe go back to your why. Why you do in the first place. Then you would, if you go through, you know, remember my weekly focus? I have to eat that frog. 
is you do the ugliest, the most challenging task in the morning, right in the morning, because if when you do that, when you solve the problem or accomplish that task, you feel a sense of joy and it builds your momentum, it builds your confidence for the rest of the day. So maybe, oh my God, in the morning, I gotta call this client or this prospect. I'm so afraid and they've been saying no to me for a long time, but I know if I get that deal done, wow, I'll feel so good and the rest of the day is easy. Does that make sense? 10 times your finances, 10 times your business, 10 times your marketing, 10 times your life. Hit the subscribe button now.